nothing at the gas station for save from Tommy Boy. What'd you do? <laughs> it, it makes money if you see it in context. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, welcome everybody to another session of Thumbs Up or Down, You Decide. Uh, who does, who's the you in this situation? Well, who am I talking to? <laughs> I'm Eric Chappelle. I'm Alyssa Leach. Who thankfully knows where she is. More so than I do. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm trying, I'm just... He's confused. Well, I'm kind of am a little bit, but I'm or not confused, but I kind of do know where I'm going a little bit, but I don't know. Well, it kind of plays into what I'm about to discuss here, because uh, let me ask you something. Like, uh, how often do you watch trailers to movies before you uh, watch the movie itself? The last time I did, it was for Joker, but I think I kind of saw Joker accidentally through YouTube because it was being advertised. <laughs> Sorry, people. I, I've, got, I've got hiccups right now. I didn't really watch that many trailers, if I'm to be completely honest with you. Here's the thing. My mindset with trailers is that sometimes the impact of them would be a lot better if I was in the movie theater uh, seeing it for the first time. Because if I'm watching a trailer on their phone, it's like, obviously I'm going to miss something from like the theatrical experience, but it's like, then later on when I see the trailer in theaters, I could be like, okay, now I see what people were talking about when they were cheering about this. Like, you know, it's, it's that whole different experience, uh, that idea of like a first time exposure is like, is always going to matter. Usually I tended to start avoiding trailers for some movies, uh, before I go see them at that time. Uh, bear in mind, this is like 2017. And the reason I did that is that sometimes uh, you go into this mindset of, like, either the less you know about the movie, the better the experience is either going to be, or in some cases it's just a matter of, like, really poor marketing. Mm -hmm. In this case, this was a matter of uh, a little bit of both. Uh, our film, of course, today is Nacho Vigalando's Colossal. And bear in mind, this uh, when I first saw this in 2017, I had not seen any trailers of it it's like i didn't even know uh what the film was about and yeah this is probably one of those examples of a film where it's like i just went into it purely blind and and had a really interesting experience uh going out of it okay i guess it's kind of like the the one good thing i could say like when it comes to like uh, going to film festivals is that sometimes like showing us the trailer firsthand it's like they're just showing us the movie so mm -hmm. so you don't have like kind of any expectations going in Mm -hmm. For me, the only thing I knew is that it starred Anne Hathaway. Like, I didn't okay. even know if Jason Sudeikis or Tim Blake Nelson were in it. Or uh, Dan Stevens. Or Dan Stevens, right. This, I have mixed feelings about this film. First, I... just to start off, uh, when you mentioned Anne Hathaway, I got excited because I love Anne Hathaway. Knew who Jason Sudeikis was, just not my favorite actor, but he's not, I, I, I don't hate him at all. Admittedly, I'm I'm a much bigger fan of his wife. Love Olivia Wilde. She's she's in my eyes one of the prettiest. I was actually surprised to figure oh, that Lord. out. It's like uh, <laughs> when I was looking that up uh, years ago. It's like saying it's like oh wait they're together. Like, oh oh okay. Yeah, got, got a little bit of a crush on Olivia Wilde. She's really <laughs> really pretty to me. She's she's one she's she's I just I think she's beautiful. Yeah. Um, didn't really know what to expect other than getting excited because Anne Hathaway was in it. I'm a big, big fan of Anne Hathaway. Uh, love a lot of her movies. But this movie was, um, in my opinion, not one of her 
best rolls. I'm sorry. It's like the the my get, my is getting water. It's like it's picking it up, making itself like someone's using the bathroom. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's it's not definitely in my opinion not one of her best rolls. It definitely was weird and oddly enough, weirdly relatable. It's more of a sci-fi dramedy about battling alcoholism and responsibility. Well, that and. I'm not going to lie to you, it kind of made me relate to it in the sense of, because I got a very, like, near the end, kind of a very, like, sibling-like relationship between the two, and the guy being very resentful towards her for having had gone to appear to be so big with her life, and feeling it's so insignificant with his, and being resentful towards her because of that. It just kind of made me start relating to certain aspects of my life, and I was like, wow, okay, this is um, hitting home, in my case, with, with people in my life. So, uh, yeah, this was just very, very strangely relatable of um, having a controlling, manipulative alcoholic who's very jealous of your success and where you're going and stuff like that, you know, having an issue with kind of your potential success in life. Mm-hmm. So it was just like I said, in that aspect, it was very, very strangely relatable. And the fact that he was in this movie trying to literally hold her captive and hold um, a desire of hers. Um, keeping her captive for his own issues childhood unresolved childhood trauma it was just uh, and blaming her for uh the way his life is it just like i said a lot of the storyline near the end really um hit home and was just very strangely relatable to me although i'm not gonna lie there were certain scenes like my mom said earlier in the movie that sounded fake (laughs) Because uh, even rewatching it myself, it's like I could definitely tell there was like some. And don't get me wrong, I still love the movie. I, I'm not one of those people who's got like rose tinted glasses all the time, and I I could be the kind of person who'd be like, okay, I can understand where you're coming from the, with that. It's like um, especially like in the first bar scene where it's like Jason Sudeikis first uh, kind of blows up, mm-hmm. like as they're kind of flirting together. It's like, dude, where are you coming from? It's like that was actually the very first scene where my mom was like, okay, I didn't even watch that scene. That shit sounded fake to me. Even, I mean, and like, this is coming from someone who's a big Anne Hathaway fan. It, it definitely, in my eyes, was um, lacking in the, the acting department. And that was, and I mean, in my eyes, that was, that was by everyone. Well, with the way some of yeah. the dialogue was kind of coming off, uh, like, you know, how, like, she goes, like, yeah, it's like a fucking Wes Anderson movie in here. But he then later makes the subtle remark of, like, wish the music was better. It's like, you could definitely tell that's like, those were, like, structured lines of, like, oh, this is going to sound really witty. And it's like, oh, if this actor delivers it this way, it's going to sound uh, really witty. Mm. Yeah. It just, it, like I said, there is, not even just with the acting, on that, but also with, like, the story plot. I'm like... This is where I tend to say this movie was very, very weird, and I don't know if it was weird in a good way. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely is hard to place, like, where you do fall the line about, like, you know, do I like this, or mm-hmm. do I not like this? I mean, technically, there is a happy ending, but it's like, you kind of give your take about, like, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil yeah. it. Because, uh, 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 especially when you find out, like, how the monster appearances in South Korea... Mm-hmm. 
Which, by the way, for those that don't know the trailer, it's like, yeah, there's a monster in South Korea in this movie. Yeah. It's like, if you want to know how that is explained, go watch the movie. Yeah. It, it's it's almost impossible to explain it without ruining it. Yeah. So it's, I thought... It, it, yeah. To me, that, that this movie's kind of like Seven Pounds, a movie with Will Smith. And t- when you watch... Have you ever seen the movie? I, I don't think I have. Uh... Definitely need to watch that. That movie is a perfect example of a movie that is literally impossible to explain without entirely ruining the film mm-hmm. that's just one movie where you literally have to go watch it and see it just to kind of without spoilers because like it, it's the way it's it's written act and all that stuff it's just, it's it's really impossible. the way it builds um well like i said just like the, the plot the storyline just like everything it's it's literally just impossible to explain what the movie's about Mm-hmm. Without completely ruining the film itself, so I'm just like, def- definitely say the same thing with you. Just like when you watch a film, like keep in mind, you're you're just gonna have to watch it without even like a trailer because it's 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 one of those movies. Um, and this right. is definitely this is I think in my eyes definitely one of those movies where it's like very 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 difficult to. It's one of those. Describe. Fi- it- Although this movie definitely kind of was like that one that one monster movie. Um, Cloverfield, that's what I'm talking about. That's kind of what this reminded me of. Like, a gigantic monster attacking the city. Nobody knows why, except for the added thing of the uh, character's connection. That's That that literally was what kind of I was reminded of when I, when I saw this movie. It's kind of like um, either um, Cloverfield or Godzilla. Funny enough, you mentioned that because uh, Toho actually did sue this, the production of this film for like some imagery, but they got that resolved. And it was, just, I thought that was kind of funny. It's like we're not stealing from you; we're doing tributes. The freaking monster doesn't even look anything like Godzilla. That's stupid. Maybe it was the robot. <laughs> I know they're probably thinking like, "Well, monster and robot? What is this movie?" This movie is actually. I didn't realize just how difficult this movie was to to explain. Uh, it's just odd. And I don't even want to say it's 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 comparative to, like, Sorry to Bother You, because... No, Sorry to Bother You is, uh, is on a whole level, a different level of weirdness. Uh... Well, no, I'm talking, like, whether or not it's, like, a hit or miss. Oh, okay. Not everyone's going to like it. It's either going to be one of those black, black or white films to where people are either going to love it or they're going to hate it. Yeah, because uh, I was actually reading up uh, some reviews for this uh, where they were talking about how like uh, some of this uh, hate, uh, misogynistic tone, it's like, oh, oh, it's uh, betraying that this uh, woman is just being abused by all the guys in her life. And it's like, I felt this way, the same way Anne Hathaway felt about like, you know, just like being around people that like can be a little bit too demanding and sometimes about how they like think your life should go as opposed to like what you think it should for yourself i did also think it was a clever idea to like have a monster also be sort of like a metaphor for like be responsible for yourself as if millions of people's lives depend on it you never know what your actions how many what your actions while while consuming alcohol how much it's affecting other people especially when you have an addiction like that you never Mm -hmm. know how your addiction is really affecting other people so I definitely applaud this movie for, for the awareness that it's bringing to alcoholism and the struggles to yeah. quit and stuff like that. Um, definitely an interesting way to go about it. But every time I tend to think about this movie, I tend to... to I'm like, really? <laughs> because like when, when with the particular scene when you find out why she's touching the top of her head. And I'm just like, okay, well, that that's interesting. Cause it, it's kind of... This kind of reminds me of... Um, 
a movie I saw when, when I was a, a film critic, I think the, uh, about like an end of the world kind of thing. I think the problem was a girl had slept with a guy or cheated on him or something like that with another person. She was feeling really guilty about it. Yeah, I think it was called Starfish. Grief and all that stuff, because I think she, she slept with her best friend's um, uh, boyfriend or something like that. And she's dealing, and her, her best friend passed away, and she's dealing with her guilt of having slept with her best friend's boyfriend while, like, the entire world around her is, like, coming to an end. And she keeps, and throughout the film, you keep seeing her getting chased by all these, like, demonic uh, entities or creatures following her around. And they're like metaphors for her guilt, right? Yeah, basically. Okay. And okay. it kind of reminded me of that in 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 the sense because um, she ends up getting help with 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 these things through like video recordings and stuff like that, as well as flashbacks and and all this stuff. But like she keeps running away from these demons, and she she is isn't facing her. It's basically a metaphor for facing your own demons and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, in order to, to 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 move on and actually. Uh, get past all the, all the crap in your life and it was kind of similar to this movie in the sense of put the beer down put put the alcohol down and like kind of face your crap get your life together and stuff like that because like like the movie was suggesting you never know how many lives you're affecting just from a drug or yeah. substance so I definitely um, uh, applaud this movie for that concept of, mm-hmm. of raising awareness with alcoholism and getting help and, and mental health and stuff like that. Even, even though I can agree that this isn't one of Anne Hathaway's like best roles, it's like I still thought she really uh, sold this uh, very well. Uh, In my eyes, she was probably the best one. I definitely... I was watching it thinking this is definitely not her best role, but it was, she was by far the best one in here. Yeah, it's definitely like... Because uh, uh, she described it as Godzilla meets Lost in Translation, and... Uh, yeah, to like uh, see her take uh, this kind of like uh, indie approach, uh, I definitely can see the appeal she had in wanting to be a part of it. Also, considering this was like right after the remake of Beauty and the Beast came out, it's like it was just nice to see Dan Stevens in a good film during 2017. I I actually haven't seen his other films. He was Lancelot in the Last Night at the Museum movie. Interesting. Yeah, he was also in the recent Eurovision Song Contest film with Will Ferrell and. Uh, I think it was Rachel McAdams. Uh, oh, yeah. that movie! I'm not gonna lie to you. That movie looked kind of stupid. I watched that because my sister recommended it to me, and the first thing I texted back was, "The elves helped him." <laughs> Definitely have no idea. What you're talking oh, he was about. Matthew on Downton Abbey. That's that's what I remembered him for. Okay, that was it. And Lee, he was. Oh, he was the main character in Legion. I did not what know was that. Legion? Yeah, it was like an X Men show. Mm, okay. This, I'm realizing this movie for me is kind of like sorry to bother you in that I even despite the fact that I'm able to say a lot more than I was from that movie it's definitely one of those movies that I I, I don't know how to talk about without ruining it and for me it's I still don't know how I feel about it I'm very confused with 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 my thoughts with with the, the film um like so this is coming from someone who's a big Anne Hathaway and I'm just like a Hathaway fan I'm just like Really? <laughs> like I said, it just it was it was definitely very very relatable to me in the end, and I definitely appreciated the the, the, the notes toward alcoholism and and mm-hmm. I I appreciated the metaphors with it. Yeah. How did you feel about the ending? 
Or actually, uh, before I get to that, uh, I do want to mention one thing that does uh, make me kind of think of like the sort of hokier side of the acting you were mentioning. I'm not going to say what the content is seen, but let's say Jason Sudeikis is like stomping in front of Anne Hathaway. And it's like you could see her reaction as he's doing the stomping. It's like I just keep thinking it's like even in the context of that world alone, it's like I'm pretty sure I was just kind of waiting for somebody to just like walk up on screen and be like, what are you guys doing? Got, uh, just like middle-aged man just like stomp around this like uh uh weary woman like uh, like he's not hitting her but is this abusive <laughs> i i can't tell are you talking like that particular scene or like the ending ending well let me get to the act well, let's get to the actual ending ending because uh, i i wanted to bring up that point to emphasize your bit on like noticing the hokier acting that was another part that was i hate to say it strangely relatable because there's a lot of people, I, I think, that when you're in that kind of an abusive relationship are trying to get out, but, but they're thinking, how do I? And you can't just up and move because obviously they're not going to stop. Mm -hmm. So it, this is, I think, a movie that kind of brings up the whole concept of... You can't escape your problems that easily. Kind of, and is it always... Can you, can you really blame someone if their only way out is through killing the main, the main person causing the issues? Mm -hmm. When someone's literally that bad, can you really uh, blame them for, for going that far kind of thing? Like for, cra for, for, for breaking and going that far? Well, in all fairness, we don't know if he died. She freaking threw him, and I'm imagining the the the, the landing. What if he fell in the ocean, dude? <laughs> it was pretty much implied. I know, but it's like I like to give a little optimism. Uh, little optimism, like maybe he's okay. It it's just I. This is definitely a movie where you can. It tends to bring up the, the philosophical question of can you really always blame someone when they're really trying to escape someone and that person's got such a controlling hold I don't want to say it but you know what I'm going with this I guess uh, thinking from that in mind it's like I could understand that uh, setting point but it's like what kind of let me go of it was that I, n I guess I gotta give it credit I've never seen a film end like that so it's like uh, or at least have an ending kind of like that in this kind of context so it's like I guess I was just more stunned by the balls that this film had, or it's like, oh, okay, you know what, um, good for you. Well, the, I think the same ending was kind of brought the the brought same, up in Starfish. Same is no, not not Starfish. Uh, the same ending was kind of brought up in the movie Sleeping with the Enemy, because she was in a situation where she literally could not get out of it. Hmm. She was being controlled and hounded. Also, kind of like the movie um, Safe Haven. Ah. Uh, it, that was kind of like the same concept of she was running away from someone who was literally abusive and trying to kill her, mm -hmm. but wouldn't let her go. And the only and both movies ended pretty much the same way with 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 the guy that they that was chasing them dying because literally killing them was the only way to actually get be free of them because mm -hmm. they were that controlling, that manipulative. They, you, they literally clung to you, and they, 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 you couldn't get rid of them. Controlling, that's the move. Some people have reached their boiling point, <laughs> so it's like, at that point, it's like, you know what, in her case, I understand it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she 
was just trying to move on. She was just trying to, to, to overcome alcoholism, knowing what it was doing to her life and stuff like that. And yeah. At least in her case, nobody knows it's her. Except maybe one eight, uh, one Korean woman. Who, who's going to believe their story? <laughs> I Although I, I guess you can definitely say that her, her scenario is kind of like the other girls in like Safe Haven and Sleeping with the Enemy. It's that mm-hmm. no one's really going to blame them and no one's really going to find out, really. Yeah, it's I like, I was in that. an abusive relationship, and then I realized I'm the monster of soul. That's actually my favorite line of the movie. It's like, hi, I'm the robot. She's the monster. And then it's like, uh... Oh, yeah, because she he ends up telling her that, yeah, something else as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I d- definitely saw that. I, just, I didn't hear the line for some reason. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it just, um, yeah, this, this, like I said, in a way strangely relatable, but definitely weird. I guess my, my opinion has to stay there because I'm not quite sure where to go from there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't hate you, but I don't love you. I don't really know You're how perplexed. I, kind of. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> it's just because I, I was telling Mama, I was like, this movie is strangely relatable in a lot of ways. Yeah. Being, being in a position where you can't get out of it and the only way out of it is through drastic measures. Because that's what these people are, are forcing you to, t- to, t- to take in order to, to get out of these toxic, toxic manners and situations, so yeah. Well, maybe this can uh, be seen as some people as a way to work on magic and uh, also work as an instructional video. Overall, I don't know, I guess you guys can decide. Yeah, um, for me, I... I, I still uh, really enjoy this movie. Like, even after rewatch, even with uh, what, what I've nitpicked about it today, it's like, I still come out of this thing, and it's like, it's still one of my favorites of the, to have come out of that year. I love simple stories that have, like, a unique, unique way of bringing it about. Like, in this case, like, a story about, like, you know, building a responsibility by... I don't know. It's just a real. It's like uh, for especially for an indie film that was like fifteen million dollars. So like the monster effects are really good. Uh, mostly because it's like I was reading about how like one of the decisions they did was instead of doing motion capture suits, they decided mm-hmm. to have CG animators animate the some of the movements around some of the the actors after they were recorded already. So, Interesting. which I think kind of works. I mean, probably save money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't say about this film <laughs> <laughs> i also have one more thing to say it's uh ed hathaway doing uh jason sedakis's dance is really funny oh i'm not gonna say it's like it's probably in the trailer so it's like if you go watch it there it's like you'll you'll know what the dance is <laughs> i didn't even know he had a dance yeah tim blake nelson's character is discussing about how like jason sedakis's character uh has like a seduction dance oh that okay. and and hathaway decides to the uh, to mimic it at one point Oh, and it takes and it takes yeah. Jason to realize it's like, oh shit, that's me. That that's interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of things I, I apparently it wasn't interesting. Okay. <laughs> apparently I missed that as well. My apologies, people. <laughs> that's fine. I was a little hazy with Mortal Kombat. Well, that and I, I guess I was I was paying more attention to like once it reached a certain point. And I started seeing the backstories behind why these characters, why how the things got created and stuff like that. Reality starts setting in. I was like, wow, I'm really relating to this in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 
And it's one of more of those moments of uh, show don't tell, which I, I do respect. Yeah. So, which admittedly it's really hard to do. Yeah. Both in film, especially with a film that's already hard to explain itself. Yeah. So I mean, both with film and even with like books and stuff like that, that is definitely a rule that's very very difficult to follow. So I I definitely give applaud them for that. This was definitely this is definitely a film that seems very very um, difficult to show don't tell kind of thing. So given given the, the the circumstances and all that stuff. So yeah. Right on, right on. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we both. Uh, I still let out a thumbs up. You're sort of in the middle, right? I say go watch it and and, and decide for yourself. Because I'm still kind of unsure as to whether or not I actually like this film or not. <laughs> Needed more horsemen to decide that? No, I, I definitely didn't like that movie. But with, with this one, it was... Um, I kind of feel the same way about this as I do with Uncut Gems. But I definitely don't have as much of an issue with this movie as I did with Uncut Gems. For me. Not as, not as weird as the other movies that we've seen, but like, still kind of weird. Yeah, I think that's uh, pretty much all I got to say about it, too. So, uh, yeah, that has been our discussion on Colossal. It's on Hulu if you guys are avail- are interested in checking it out, so and, give it a and look. And Amazon. Well, I think I have it on Amazon. Mm. Is it available through Prime? I was just thinking of your, the movie that you had on Amazon. Okay, I, I bought it through Amazon, but it's like right now, uh, I think it's you could currently uh, watch it through a Hulu subscription. Mm, okay. Yeah, so there are other different ways to watch it. Buy it, rent it, stream it. Fix it, break it, unplug it. <laughs> However, that song goes. Uh, but until next time, uh, this has been Thumbs Up or Down, You Decide. I am Eric Chappelle. I'm Melissa Leach. And we will see you all next time. Yep. Take care. <laughs>